The boys came back from the fall roundup. They had delivered to stock the town, loaded in into cattle cars, and Jim Ed had gone to Denver to see the final delivery. In a few days, he'd be back with another bank full of money to his credit. The boys kept going on about what a time they'd had in town telling one big lie after another. I got so disgusted about missing out on all this that I just went out to the corral, saddled old fooler, and rode off by myself. Now, wasn't that a dumb thing to do? Well, I made one mistake that I would never make with old fooler again. You can use a loaded quirt. That's fine. It'll take a lot of sass out of some pretty mean horses. I raised it up high and took a hard swing, aiming to hit old fooler right between the ears. I didn't much care if he did fall on me. I figured this might help us both. I should have kept my right hand on the saddle horn, though, where it belonged. For all I hit was air. I smacked the ground like a dead buzzard. It was about three miles by bird travel to the gate opening into the home pasture. And that's where old Fooler was headed. He was still bucking, and I could see them stirrups clanging together above his back. Then he disappeared over a rise, and there wasn't a thing to keep me company but one little white cloud about a thousand miles off over the northern mountains. I saw that cloud when I looked up at the sky and asked the Lord, please not let me kill myself and give me the wings of an angel so I could fly over that horse and break his goddamn neck. I walked and walked, and a big blister grew on one foot. I pulled off my boot to ease the pain. When I tried to put it back on, she just wouldn't go. I walked and I walked and I cussed and I cussed. I hoped that black-hearted fooler horse heard some of the things I called him. I got back just before sundown, and there stood old fooler at the gate, looking back at me with his head up high, as if he was sure enough glad to see me. I felt kind of embarrassed riding into camp with one boot off. The boys all laughed and wanted to know if I felt sorry about my horse carrying such a big load. He acted like I just got down walked on purpose. Would have been easy to have killed the whole bunch, including old fool right on the spot. I was just too tired to do it. It took two days of soaking that foot in hot water before I could get the boot back on. On the third day... I was back with Wrangler working the horses, but I can tell you for sure I was going to lay off that fooler horse the first day. We had just topped out a whole bunch by now, and most of them were raining good and beginning to stop with their hind feet tucked under their bellies like good horses should. They didn't buck more than once or twice a day now, and then not very hard. I had one big bay I could tell was going to make a real working cow horse. Just when everything was going our way and it looked like we might make a few head of good horses, Jim Ed showed up. Oh, he had plans. These plans concerned me and Wrangler. Now, me and Wrangler hadn't been to town since the 4th of July, and we were beginning to get mighty thirsty for some high-powered town water with maybe two or three high-stepping females thrown in. Do you think that's what Jim Ed had in mind? Hell no. No. 